This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Again, again, we're hearing these headlines uh, as London's busiest airport, Heathrow, which is probably one of the busiest airports in the entire world, forced to suspend flights after another drone sighting. And this um, this follows those drone sightings over the Christmas break at Gatwick Airport that uh, just wreaked havoc for days, three days, affecting, you know, thousands of flights that couldn't take off or land because of these drones showing up out of the, out of the blue. And the police there say they know it was a targeted event. They still have not made any arrests after they got that couple that had nothing to do with it. But they have not made response, uh, arrests, but they are, in fact, bulking up their response to these things. And so the pe- police have been given you know, new powers to deal with these drones. So they're expanding their exclusion zones. And they're telling those who have drones, you got to play by the rules, you got to get permits, you've got to have licenses, all the rest of this. And this latest drone event uh, out of the UK comes the day before the Trudeau Liberals are expected to announce new rules on drone use on land. So tomorrow we're expected uh, this framework of how you as a hobbyist drone flyer can and where you can use that drone. And you can't fly one 5.6 kilometers from an airport, but they are also going to factor in changes because of these drone sightings that have been seen in the UK to help craft this new framework. Let's bring in uh, Sterling Cripps to this conversation, founder and president of Canadian Unmanned. Hello there, sir. Uh, Good evening, Alex. So we're expecting Mr. Garneau to come out tomorrow and announce a framework for drone use. Um, what is it, what is it expected to look like, um, as far as you know, of, of what Canada and how Canada will treat these things? Okay, well, it's been a 10-year work in progress. Uh, Transport Canada has been working very hard at trying to get these new regulations into place. And on the 15th of July of 2017, uh, the... the uh, uh, a look of the of the new regulations came out in the Canada Gazette Part 1, so it was made public. Uh, and at that time, we as operators were able to have a look at what the rules and regulations are. And uh, they pretty much mimic and mirror what's in place right now. For those that are flying legally, you have to have a special flight operating certificate. And the rules and regulations that are put into those applications are very much the same uh, as what you're going to see that are going to be printed into the Canadian Aviation Regulations Part 9. Okay, so stop. Part. So if I'm, if I'm going out to buy a drone, not the little tiny ones that you can buy, but if I, I mean, is there, is there a certificate that I have to, as a consumer, expect that I have to buy in, in a particular drone to use it? Well, there's two, two situations here, Alex. Either you're going to fly for fun, just where you're going to be flying for recreation, right. and there's a whole set of rules for that. But if you're going to be flying for commercial purposes, then uh, you're going to have to challenge an exam at uh, one of two levels, whether it's uh, uh, basic or advanced. And then you will uh, also have to uh, do an online exam. You'll have to register your drone with serial numbers, names of persons, uh, pilots, uh, operations managers of uh, your company or your group that will be flying these drones. And it will all be registered and there will be exams to take and pass in order to do so. 
I have to think that the events of today and in the last couple of weeks over the Christmas break in the UK has made, um, you know, it certainly has raised, I think, a lot of eyebrows and opened some eyes as to, you know, the severity and the problems that these things can create. But yeah, at the same time, you don't want to kill a whole, you know, industry for a lot of people who just love the technology and want to have some fun. But, you know, but clearly it can be used for very nefarious, uh, you know, reasons. Well, absolutely. You're correct there. And what we're seeing is uh, a, a twitchy society now when it comes to uh, drones around airports. And, that, and that's fair enough. But not only is it twitchy, it, uh, it, you get some <clears throat> knee-jerk reactions where you might think you see something and then you put a, a reaction into place which may cause a, an airport to shut down. Maybe it was only a bird. Yeah. But what we saw in Gatwick three weeks ago <clears throat> was that there was a deliberate intended uh, disruption of airspace by multiple drones uh, flying through the whole area. So there is those two differences. Okay, so how is it that you make this industry continue? Because it's going to continue to get bigger and bigger and bigger. How do you strike the right balance? (coughs) Pardon me. How do you strike the right balance without, um, you know, taking the fun out of it? Well, I think uh, the good work that you're doing on, on radio here is socializing it, letting people know and listen to knowing the fact that, yes, there are rules out there, we have to follow them, and if you want to fly for fun, you can do so. No one's going to take your drone away and say you can't fly, just as long as you uh, abide by the rules, and you just have to go onto the Transport Canada website and uh, be responsible for that. Right. The problem is not everyone wants to follow rules. There are people that will, you know, go out of the way to ignore those rules because they want to uh, either wreak havoc or cause problems. I mean, it, you can use these things, I think, very easily, probably in terror incidents. And I don't know if these situations in the UK are test runs or if they're just someone causing mischief. It's hard to say. But I think the more we hear about these incidents, the more fear uh, will be, you know, spread uh, and, and will continue to fester until people know that, okay, we've got our hand on this. We're watching these things. We know how to stop these things, um, you know, if they get into airfield. Well, the good news is that the enforcement levels are going to be increased. Yeah. Uh, local police departments uh, will be aware of the rules now that they're in part nine of the cars. Mm-hmm. And uh, they will have uh, powers of arrest and um, able to confiscate equipment and uh, take people to trial if they are found to be uh, that, that much out of order flying uh, where they shouldn't be. So the enforcement will be, will be lifted up quite a bit. So the fines and that. And just um, for my knowledge, uh, if you can, when you buy one of these things, is there a particular brand or model or weight uh, that you have to expect that, yes, it's going to be checked and, and you, know, you will be inspected? Well, here's the rules right now. Below 250 grams, uh, there's no requirement for registration with Transport Canada. They're not too interested. There still is a responsibility of not flying around an airport uh, and, you know, in in areas where you can be problematic. But under 250 grams, it's not not a requirement. Above 250 grams, up to 25 kilograms, then you have to register your drone if you're going to be flying for commercial purposes with Transport Canada take the exams, and uh, be certified as a, as a legal, legitimate, safe operator. Yeah, and no doubt the uh, hobbyist community will likely keep an eye on it and call out the bad bad players. Um, Sterling, thanks so much. I appreciate it. We'll keep an eye on those uh, rules coming out tomorrow. Yes, you too, Alex. Thanks very much. Have a good evening. You as well. That is uh, Sterling Cripps joining us, the founder and president over at Canadian Unmanned. So, yeah, we'll have a list of those rules, see if uh, they change or if maybe any kind of dramatic change has been made. Uh, in light of the last couple of days. Here on Point, I'm Alex Pearson. This is Global News Radio.